Breakfast. 2019. Starring the amazing. Ooh, you wanna call Cardi? Cardi? Come and rev it up like a Harley. Harley. Cardi B. Yeah, they call me Cardi B. I run this like Cardi. Yo. Oh, this is very exciting news happened uh, today. Cardi B headlining Bay Dreams with Migos. It's happening. Oh, oh my God. As soon as I heard this, I just imagined myself in the summer front row of Bay Dreams. Hey, this was putting you up the front, mate. Few beers. Because <laughs> you're a bloody celebrity. <laughs> so you so I would have pushed my way up there. <laughs> yeah. And I would have had a few beersies just sway into the side, singing me some Cardi B. It would have been the perfect actual summer. But Ben would have been in his corporate box with a <laughs> flute of champagne. That's how I imagined it. Looking down on the lesser people. Hey, if you've never been to Big Day Out, you've just got to gotta go in there with an empty platter and you just kind of shimmy it all the way up until you're on the barrier and then you stay there and you do not move until you've seen you the action. You can't do that. As a guy, you can't just, you can't, that doesn't happen. You can't just push your way up. Well, Cardi B's coming to Bay Dreams. It's going to be incredible and we've got your chance to win tickets at 4pm today, so make sure you get ready to call us for that. But next on the show, uh, Jono, we've discovered something about you. <laughs> Lucy from our office is going to be in here next about something that contradicts the conversation we had on the radio the other day. Uh, we've got, what is we've this? got evidence. What? We're going to bring it to you and John. I'm so next. nervous because in our pre-show meeting, I was sent out of the room. Yeah, and, just, and all, all I heard was cackling of laughter. It is so and good. Actually, like, I think this might be the best part of my week. This is almost better than Cardi B coming. <laughs> what is it? What is, I'm so anxious. We'll get to that next. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. Now, uh, Sharon, we've uh, we found out a little bit of information about Jono that contradicts a, co- a conversation we had the other day on the radio. It has brought me. So much joy to hear this story that when I found out I couldn't stop laughing, and then when every time John looks at me now, I can't stop laughing. I'm anxious. He's quite he's quite nervous, aren't you? Now we yeah. uh, we have some audio here. This is from Tuesday on the show. Now, John, are you uh, told a story about how you got busted walking out of somewhere at work. Everyone knows it's the poo toilet. <laughs> No, well, everyone knows. I know a lot of people do that, but I, I've never had them there because it's too close to the hallway. I'm like, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> so this was what? This was, you got, I know, I know what this is. You got busted. <laughs> Oh, no, uh, a couple of days ago, working, uh, walking out of the toilet, um, that the, the disabled toilet here at yeah, work, yeah, yeah, for people with disabilities, Correct. and you got shamed by people in the office about that. And you, and you, as you heard, that you're on exhibit A. You said that there was a toilet that you wouldn't sit down in. That you were like, I was just, I would only go in there. And I love how rich you are. I <laughs> hey, so I know it's about to happen. This is like a, this is like a train slowly coming to a stop, but I know it's going to hit me. There's a, we're okay. bringing Lucy. Come on in, Lucy. Lucy from the office. Come on. Lucy is quite traumatized because. <laughs> I thought the kitchen was a safe place, Lucy. I thought we're in our safe no, zone. No, no, hang on. Lucy, share with the class okay. what happened. Oh, I'm so embarrassed about it. You're embarrassed. <laughs> well, I was just walking past the toilets and someone, not me, a male member of staff, had walked in to the, the disabled toilet, toilet. The disabled toilet, which John, John had not locked. <laughs> This and, is today? Yeah, and I managed to catch a glimpse of Jono. Yeah. I guess doing a boo. <laughs> Sitting down in the toilet that you yeah. claimed merely two days ago that you'd only just <laughs> pop in there and you'd never, if you're going to go there, it was just a quick in and out. I have known you for so long and never seen you this embarrassed and Tell I love what. it. There's no more humbling experience for a human being when they're in the vulnerable position of sitting on a toilet seat and is- someone walks in. You've got nowhere to hide. You've got nowhere to go. Except tell the story on the radio, Lou. Thank you so much. You know there's a lock on the door. Jim, also, Jim, Jim from the Rock yeah, walked in. Yeah. 
The poor guy looked terrified. <laughs> I think there's something changed inside Jim. Yeah, also, we've caught you out in a lie. You have been going for a pre-show deuce. <laughs> yeah. What the deuce, babes? <sighs> Mind you, Jim walked in with a big lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I had more questions for Jim. I know he had a lot of questions for me. No, it sounds like someone's sh- shutting the, the uh, yeah, 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 from yeah. them. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. That's all that we talked to. That's not, not hey. for you to go into. Well, uh, at least we can say Lucy... Uh, our work relationship has really gone to another level now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We're both going to be seeing the uh, work ca- counsellor and HR tonight, OK? <laughs> Talk through your issues. I love that John is so uncomfortable that he's basically lunging on his chair. <laughs> I'm anxious. I didn't know about this. Nervous. I'm I don't know what to say. This is, a, this is a great moment. Yeah. Oh. We've still got probably another 30 seconds if we just want to revel yeah. in this moment, Jess. Let's just stare at this little puller. Yeah. Hey guys, I need to go to the loo actually. (laughs) You know which one to use. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Hey, I got clickbaited today on the internet and uh, it was a test. Is that what you're calling it? (laughs) I was on a site and it said, are you selfish? (laughs) You know, so you could click on this thing to take a test as to whether you're a selfish person. Mm. So I answered a series of questions about how I approach life. And I ranked on a scale of 10, eight selfish Really? Eight selfish. Eight. What sort of questions was it? I said, I'm a, a full-blown narcissist. Donald really? Trump's a nine. I'm one point off Donald Trump <laughs> for being a selfish narcissist. <laughs> I, that's very strange because you're probably the least selfish. Like, I like to rip you out on the show, but you're the least selfish person I've ever met. Mm, but that's a good sign of a narcissist. Because what and is a narcissist? who wants to appease other people. Oh, really? And, and try and be, maybe this isn't the real me. Well, no, you're right. We talk about that. There's two Jonos. Ah. <laughs> yeah. The radio so, Jono and the non-radio Jono. What is a narcissist, by the way? This is just someone who's over, like, takes selfish to another level. Wow, Everything okay. is about them. It's I a guess full... you do call it the Jono, Ben and Sharon yeah, show. Yeah, the Jono and Ben at yeah. the TV show. I see show. what's happening on. You always say Jono and Jen. I'd love to see, love to see you take this test, Sharon. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see where you're <laughs> Let's see where you rank, mate. I'm not very selfish at all. (laughs) Where do you reckon you'd sit, buddy? Oh, I'd be terrible. (laughs) I am quite selfish. I like how you did this test and now you're like, I would like to talk about this about me on the radio. (laughs) This this is the first time, guys. This is the thing, the first thing we were meant to talk about before we talked about something else. Where can we do that? I would like to do the test. I'd hate to think I was too selfish. Just Google the narcissist, selfish narcissist test. There's all sorts of tests like that, though. Like There used to be that website in the early 2000s called The Spark and you could go on and do the death test and it would tell you when and how you were going to die. I never to do that. I mean, if you want to know when you're going to die, then, of course, the internet is going to be able to tell you. Apparently, I'm going to die of lung cancer when I'm 76. Well, you still smoke. Smoked all the way through your pregnancy. I thought it was controversial. But when I did do... So, Sharon, stop smoking When I did do the test, I was partial to a lung puncher, but not now. (laughs) A lung puncher. (laughs) What I want to do is open up the phone lines. Let's get these open. Do you want to do this, Ben? I don't know what you're doing. It's all about you, mate, so you carry on. You tell us. (laughs) You tell us what you want to do on your show. Okay, enough from you two. More about me. Yeah. Okay. uh, Joe Show. Oh, wait, out of the edge. 3343 uh, on the the text. Um, What have you discovered about yourself on the internet? Maybe you took a test. Maybe you Googled uh, a medical condition that you thought you had. Maybe you took a selfish narcissist test. Hmm. Yeah. So you've got to be... Uh, now, apparently, I need to be aware of it now. I need to factor it into every decision I do. Right. Well, and think you of others. You've been talking about yourself for two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about hey. the Crusaders, and then you want to talk about <laughs> yourself. You. This is day one, guys. <laughs> All right? It's not going well. Oh, <laughs> under the edge, what have you discovered on the internet like Jono? I convinced myself when I stopped breastfeeding that I had this 
really rare form of like milk duct cancer. And I ended up ringing like my midwife and she was like, you don't have that. That's Did you just- look at it on the internet? Yeah, I Googled yeah. it. And it was like, I was like, that's what it looks like. And then I rang her. I was like, oh, it's what it looks like. I'm telling you. She's like, send me a photo. So I sent her a a photo of my nip and I sent it to her and she was like Sharon that's just what it looks like when your boobs are healing and I was like oh okay what I had thought for like 24 hours I was like dying couldn't sleep so I was like well, what am I going to tell Bryce how am I going to tell Bryce I'm dying well I'm glad too much information wasn't handed out there <laughs> I'm glad you just swept over the details Sharon thank you for that appreciate you see that. that photo Sharon I'm sure she'll post it online yeah. as well <laughs> I'm not going to put on, put on the Joy Bean and Sharon Instagram account hey you're allowed to put your nibbles on the internet why can't I put some, mine some likes for that one eh? yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but everything you google in terms of oh, medical stuff sorry back that. to you I forgot yeah. everything you can <laughs> This is going to be an ongoing thing now. Yeah, <laughs> everything you Google about medical stuff on the internet always tells you you got cancer. Oh, it does. Stub your toe, you got cancer. Yeah. yeah, got a runny nose, you got cancer. Yeah, that's just a bit of banter there. <laughs> More great banter from We're Jono. Gloria, on the Jono show. under the edge. Gloria, welcome to the Jono show. Uh, please tell us what well, you found first out. Thing, no, hang on, first, tell oh. us your favourite thing about Jono. Oh yeah, first. what's your favourite Jono fact, Gloria? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we love his baldness too. <laughs> yeah. Now, Gloria, what did you find out about yourself on the internet? Um, well, I actually did a quiz today, and I found out that um, I'm such an old soul that I should have, I should exist around the Egyptian times. Oh, like, oh. You're an wow. old soul. And so, what, what yeah. sort of testers, test do you take that ends up with you being an old soul? Is it like a past lives thing? Oh, well, uh, yeah, past life thing. And when, when should you have um, existed and what are your preferences for, like, historical stuff and architecture? And it it's, came out with, I should have existed in 1100 BC or something. It's so weird, that stuff. Eh? I did one of those past life tests and apparently in a past life, I was um, I had my hands cut off for stealing bread. I was like, how do you know that? It was just, they figured it out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, you have stolen a lot of many loaves of tip-top from your local dairy, so you can see what... Gloria also has a passion for slaves building pyramids, so maybe that's how you ended up in the Egyptian area. What did you learn about yourself on the internet, Ben? Did you... Well, you guys are spreading a lot of fake stuff about me. Yeah, what a lie. <laughs> yeah. What a lie. No, you do, all the time. Like what? Name one thing. The dungeon. The dungeon that you say exists oh, in my garage. Now okay. it's become a thing. Every time I'll post something on the internet, people now go, how's your dungeon? So how is it, um, what's that saying? How doth protest too much or something? You know, the people that protest too much, they think it's not true and you know it's true. Oh, so yeah. they're not even allowed to protest about people. With oh, the, oh, here he goes again. Oh, hey, mate, to deny it. Not on the Jono show, you can't, buddy. <laughs> on I the tell Jono you show. Bring down the fine Jono show. I know. On the Jono show, we're all real all the time. <laughs> Sorry, Jono, you carry on. Yeah, your show, I, I, I accept your apology. <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon, The Edge. Very exciting to have these guys in the studio, fresh back from a tour in Europe. They've been doing some exciting things. It's the Drax Project. Yay! Yay! Just wanted to get in there. What I admire about you guys is you're youthful and you look like you got your. <laughs> Whole life like, ahead of you. Look at the creepy. Look at them. Um, yeah. so like a drunk uncle. Look at them. Youthful. <laughs> not a blemish on their skin, ready to take on the world. Uh, you guys are doing well, though. Things are going great. Yeah, Thank they you. are. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we've been busy. The last nine weeks, you've been away with. Uh, I always say her name Camila wrong. Camila Cabello. Thank you, Camila Cabello. <laughs> what was that like? Unbelievable. Yeah. We're not 100% sure how it happened, but we did a cover of her song Havana, like an acoustic cover. Mm-hmm. A little while ago, and somehow that made it to mm. her or someone 
close to her, and then I think mm. she heard woke up late, and then a couple other. I remember Ed Sheeran gigs helped as well. Ed Sheeran, she heard about Ed Sheeran, and then it was kind of just like a yeah. All of a sudden we're in Europe. Yeah. So she texts you and she's like, "Up to? How does this come about?" <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. And so you're open for Ed Sheeran as well. Mm. Does yes. it? Do, does he come on stage and watch you when you're playing? It was oh, actually really nice. He came and said hello before the gig and after the gig. I think he, he didn't was, sing with us. He didn't sing with us. I think no. he was watching. We watched his gig. Oh my god, he's <laughs> so he's insane. He's quite good, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty good. He's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was Kim, Camila like? Would she come and see you, or is she the sort of person you just see we, on the last day? Different we, situation. Di- yeah, she. She definitely came and said hello. She gave us some cupcakes, wrote us a nice Oh, yeah, card. I heard that. She gave mm-hmm. cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nice. Yeah, baked them herself. Did she really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know how to leave I was like, wow. She, she was also on tour with Taylor Swift at the time, so mm-hmm. we'd have two shows with her, and then she'd go off, and there'd be about five days where we would do basically nothing. Two, da- two days on, five days off. So she was very, very busy. So we saw her in passing a couple of times, came and said hello, but... Yeah, yeah. She's like she. We were sitting in the green room. She'd be going past to get ready. She'd be like, "Hey guys," or yeah. something like that. Just like pretty Aww. casual. Yeah. Do you know? She was nice. You're probably not going to believe us. Uh, someone in the office knows the people at Live Nation, mm. and they gave us a contact for her. So we were wanting to play a little game and see if she would answer your phone call right now. <laughs> <laughs> would you be what willing to call what her? What time is it though? I don't know. Well, that she's in America so now. Rude. So okay. rude. Okay. Should we give it a go? Yeah. Oh man, oh. what's the time in America? You can do it. Here we go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. What time it is. Uh, oh, we don't condone this. What are we gonna say? <laughs> what are we gonna say? That's so awkward. That's so awkward, bro. Um, so, um, yeah, it's it's 10 p.m. in New York, and if she's in. Oh no. oh no! What if she's asleep? Tommy? Who's answering? You guys? <laughs> well, no, be... you guys coming because you know it. We don't oh, know her. It could be the follow up to woke up late, woke up early. You know, this yes. could be it. This could be the start of it. You I woke Camila up early. Up early. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. She, she won't answer. She might. Hello. Hello. Hey. 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 Who? Who's this? Is this? Is this Camila? Yeah. Sorry. Hey, you're with. Um, you're on the edge here in New Zealand. Um, hey, Camila. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. I think we might have actually... Um, yeah, we're on a radio interview, sorry. Uh, we just got pranked to uh, call you, and we didn't realise it was going to be you. This so. is Drax Project, project by the way. We're so sorry we called you so <laughs> this late. This is Drax Project. We got pranked by a radio station to call you. We it's, didn't mean to call you so late. Sorry, Camila. <laughs> yeah, we're so sorry. <laughs> well, um... Are, are you... Are you kidding me? Yeah, sorry, well... <laughs> it's not Camilla, yeah, There's no way this is Camilla. It's not her. There's no way. Who was doing that voice? It's pretty good. Who is this? Is this Hayley? No, it's Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Your American accent. Yeah, very good. good. Very good. That was good. That was so good. I felt so bad. <laughs> Your eyes. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Johnny. Johnny. Oh, no. Johnny from the Johnny record. Johnny from the record. Johnny from the record label was very <laughs> nervous. Oh, God. Oh, God. Say some Say some Dude, I was so scared. I was. I felt so. And when and when she's. Are you of kidding me? Of course it's not Camilla. Johnny and Ben. I don't know. What if they actually got thrown out of careers? Go on. Oh, my God, that was wow. good. That was really good. What's a good you've got Drake's project with us, uh, fresh back from a tour with Camilla Cabello. What's been the one moment where you've been like, oh, I can't believe this has happened to our lives? Um, we met Judge Judy. <gasps> yeah, Did you? we met Judge what? Judy. Yeah. Okay. No lies. No Weird. lies. In LA. In, in LA. We got taken out for lunch in, uh, at this like rooftop bar <laughs> restaurant. Crazy. Like, a hotel in Beverly Hills, and we were leaving. And the person that we were with just starts hugging this woman who's walking into the hotel. He's like, oh, meet he's the judge. Like, hey, he's just like, oh, this is this, this band, Drax Project from New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. 
was like, meet the judge. And we just kind of cracked up. It was the funny thing to call someone. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we looked she's at the judge. And we're like, holy oh. shit, you're Judge Judy. She's like, she's, yeah, hey. She's just carrying off. a little dog and she, you know. just. What does she look like out of the road? She's quite small. Like, right. She's wow. very small. She rocked up in a Bentley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the judge is um, the best nickname ever, though. Isn't yeah, it? Judge. that's what we Meet thought. The judge, the judge. was like, oh. yeah. And I think, I think it was actually her husband that was like, like he was like, oh yeah, me the judge. And he was really he nice. Was friends with the person oh. who. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so the husband calls it the judge. Yeah, and he was like, meet the judge. To other people, yeah. So, whoa, okay. Well, great to catch up with you guys as always. Next time, I think you'll be far too big for us. So appreciate yeah. you coming yeah. in. Yeah. We generally get people on the way up yeah. and on the way down. <laughs> we won't see you for about seven to ten years. Let's write this down. We've got four members this time. Let's see how many we get next time. I reckon it's going to end up being one. Oh, thank you, boys. So congratulations on all your success. You deserve it. And good luck for the future. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Well, let's talk about my friend. She's real annoying um, because she is that person that has the amazing boyfriend that does all the amazing romantic gestures that make all her friends go... He puts the, the sizzlers last... in the microwave. What was the last thing you did for me to their partner? Whenever you Makes everyone the... look bad, right? Yeah, and, or and whenever we tell a story of something that he's done for my friend, all the boys go, oh, we need to kill this guy off. <laughs> so for it's, example... It's, it's the way. It's not like make yourself better. It's like make yeah. him worse. Yes. Or get yeah. rid of him. I mean, why would you want to become a better human being when you can pull so someone down me, to your level? Let me just start off small and work my way up with this guy. Straight away. He's actually interested in everything that her friends do. He wants to have a conversation with you. He wants to hear your boring stories, and he genuinely cares what you've been up to when he asks. Price does not give a crap. <laughs> Most of the even, time. Even your stories. Even my <laughs> you, stories. You were lucky you turned up to your birth, mate. I know. I know. Okay, so there's, there's number one. Every Christmas... He does an advent calendar for my friend, and not with a delicious chocolate behind it, but with an amazing gift, and not a crappy gift. I'm sa- I'm talking about a Karen Walker earrings on so the 25, first. So twenty five, like twenty five. I amazing, hate this guy. Amazing, amazing gifts, and on wow. Christmas Day you think it'll be something another something small. All these amazing gifts that I'd be happy with as a singular gift then result in one amazing big gift. Like a car or something with a bow around it. You know how you yeah. see people do that? You're like, damn, I wish I could do a car with a bow. I know, it's amazing. I do a matchbox car with a bow. I can't even get a chocolate advent calendar. That's amazing. I ask and Bryce is like, do you really need 25 chocolates? <laughs> then. <laughs> then <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a bit of fat shaming. <laughs> and then they got engaged a couple of months ago. What does he do? He sets up a treasure hunt that goes all over this beautiful part of France. And what's at at (laughs) each place? A gift and a romantic note. Where does the treasure hunt end? In this beautiful ancient tower that looks over this beautiful part of France. That, wait for it, he had to get council approval to be in. Oh, I want to be with this guy. He sounds amazing. And then proposes in the most romantically cute way of all time. And what do they do after that? Go back to this beautiful B&B that he has rented so she can FaceTime her best friends and show them the biggest damn engagement ring I've ever seen in my life. I reckon they made love on a bed of roses as well. <laughs> and it they went for 17 did. hours. They probably did. Spain. So, <laughs> yeah. my question this afternoon is... Well, dwarves played violins. <laughs> because seriously, my mate, 
has the most romantic boyfriend of all time. Yeah. Do girls want that though? Yes. Yeah, do they want that? Well, do they want all the that's France a guy that doesn't the, want to do that? The <laughs> France and the Tower and all this business. I want that. <laughs> yes, we do. Do some girls pretend they don't, but we, yeah. everyone oh, wants mate. to feel special. If it's a trip he to the movies her, or France, what are you going to take? He treats her like she is Beyonce, mm. and it is amazing, and I adore him. You're yeah, good on him, Olivia. What are your thoughts? Uh, so I do have an amazing Beyonce. Yes. Um, number one would be he's not even the father of my preschooler. He actually treats her as his own, even better than what her actual own father does. It's quite shocking. I didn't believe there were people out there like that. Oh, that's that is a generous human being. Yeah, that is very it? very cute. I love that. That's awesome. Thank. Stop trying to wrap her up, mate. I'm not trying to wrap her up. Oh, there's more things. Sorry, I didn't realise there was more things. It's making me feel bad. I didn't think that you could beat that. But we'll we'll beat it. See if you can beat that. Uh, So also then, when we got engaged, I have a very small finger, which meant I had to have a custom-made ring. So he got to take me in and pick out what I wanted because I am picky too. Aww. And then to top it all off, um, I'm actually currently undiagnosed with a really bad health problem and he's taken care of me so much to the point where he does all the cooking, the cleaning, the housework, sending me back to bed in the morning so fatigued so he will look after the little one just to make sure that my health is cooked before everyone really. Who is this guy? He's bringing tears to my eyes. This is amazing. I didn't think... Are you dating Jesus? (laughs) I didn't know people like that existed. <laughs> that is oh. so cute. It sounds like you deserve it from your past anyway, Olivia. So congratulations. <laughs> you reel them in. You've got a good fish there. Oh, I'm holding on to this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're happy, Olivia, and I hope your health gets better. And Serena. That's the nicest thing I'll ever say. Serena. <laughs> we didn't need to bring out Satan hey. and point out your big nice. That's Who's a- your romantic <laughs> friend or boyfriend? Sorry, What? What's the most romantic thing? Do you reckon you can top this romantic guy? Um, possibly. So I happened to be living in Chicago at the time. And I met this guy and we were dating for maybe like three months. And it was coming up to New Year's Eve. And he said that he had a surprise for me. And I was thinking that maybe it was like a cute little dinner cruise to like watch the fireworks or something. Mm. And um, he happened to take me up in a helicopter over the Chicago skyline with, like, champagne and chocolate. Okay. (laughs) Serena, I really, really appreciate you calling. Even with your accent as well, it sounded like it was from Bridget Jones or something. (laughs) (laughs) My friends kept saying that it was some sort of, like, Fifty Shades of Grey scenario, and I was like, it basically was. I had to sign a contract and do some real dark stuff that night, but anyway, I got a free helicopter ride. It was great. We need to stop this phone now because it's just making me very jealous. Oh, but um, not everyone's like that, Sharon, okay? You know? You not, do cute things for your wife. Not, not to that extent. No, like, you I do try, real thoughtful things. Yeah, well, I try to be thoughtful, but I'm not like, I feel like lesser of a human hearing stories like that. Yeah, it's making us all feel bad. It is. <laughs> I mean, Ben bought Amanda a frying pan. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's bring that up yeah, again. Yeah, okay, well, I did bring that up, but let's not bring it up again. Okay, We're well. We're getting through that. I think that we've found... Hope you're the- rustling up something nice for dinner, Amanda. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, why are you offended? I am offended. <laughs> you bought the frying ben, pan. He's That's insulting a... your woman. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. are you going to just sit there? Beat him up. Oh, no. <laughs> if I had my frying pan right now. Yeah. <laughs> Beat him up. Fight. 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 Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. I would like to welcome everybody to a segment that usually lives on the Edge website. But today, we'll be living on the Jono, Ben and Sharon 
radio show. It is a segment I like to call Sharon Investigates. And today's Sharon Investigates is a real example of why you should never, ever try and hide something from me, Benjamin Boyce. What have I done? Well... Strap yourself in. Oh, strap you, no, no literally so, strap yourself strap in. Yourself this in. show is a roller coaster. Here we go. Yeah. Just when you think you're safe. Shh. Last night was very interesting. I was cleaning up the studio and I found a receipt that had fallen out of Ben's bag. Oh, I looked at the receipt and I thought, hmm. I did some Googling. I followed a trail. I got some friends and we found Mistress Dior, who is a dominatrix, who Ben has been buying his dungeon gear off. Uh, Mistress Dior, thank you so much, so much for helping us with this. Um, you have helped Ben set up his dungeon in his garage, and right now we are in a replica room of what his garage looks like. Now, if you could give us a guided tour, uh, what does it look like when you walk into Ben's dungeon? Because he won't let us in. Well, it's exactly the same as what you're looking at here. Everything is designed for Ben to be tied up or tied down. There's lots and lots of chains, as you can hear. Oh! And lots of things made of leather. Wow! There is a cross over there. Okay, well, should we get on the cross and see what happens? Well, we would tie him up in, the, in a cross position. <laughs> so I'm tied up in a cross position right now. Your hands are in the air, just like Ben's are usually, and your legs are spread. Oh. And then I will take this nasty little leather piece of equipment, which oh. is a horse crop, okay. and I will... Ah! Oh, God! Oh, my God, please stop doing that! That was terrifying! That's what Ben likes. I assumed that you were his friend and you... Ah! Okay. Um, can you please do it um, as hard as Ben likes it? Ah! Oh, God, Ben! Ben, you are. Ben, you are. Oh, God, Ben is very brave, way braver than me. Oh, my God, okay. So you can confirm, because he won't let us into his dungeon, that Ben's dungeon looks exactly like this, Mr. Stior. It's exactly like this. He got the plans off me to build it. How much approximately do you think that Ben has spent on his dungeon? Hmm. I would say he's probably spent at least... $500,000. No wonder he's got two jobs. This all makes so much sense. Well, Mistress Dior, it has been absolute pleasure slash terrifying to come into your dungeon today. If you actually want to experience uh, Mistress Dior, who I have now met through my friend Ben, um, just Google Mistress Dior Professional Dominatrix. They do... They have a couple's room. They have a whole lot of things and also stag parties. So I think that's where Ben found you, wasn't it, Mistress Dior? It was on a stag party he came to. He came to a stag party and he fell in love with the place. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's end this amazing interview with one last thing that Ben would have loved if he was here. Over and out. What an investigation. Wow. <laughs> there what we go. Fake investigation. Wow. The replica dungeon. That Ben slander. You know what? You wait till you see the video, but Ben. There's a video. Got your present from um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. A, a, red a red bat. It's a red bat. Uh, no, it's a red uh, whip. Smack so against can, the desk. You ready? This is what you can get when you get home. Ben, I've learned how to do this now.
<laughs> hey, don't do that, Sharon. That's I doing actually, stuff to him. I, I, got, stuff I got to him. whip producer Dad in there, and I, I whipped him too hard, and I did it on the back and see how the bum, and he's got welts. <laughs> ben. ben. I love ben. how he went there, and he just fell in love with the place. <laughs> this is like not it was true. Like but it was an open listening, home. you made this into ben, something that's not... we don't need to hear anything okay. from you, you because... told me this investigation was hey, about mate, ice cream. Put a ball gag in your mouth, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. This is the, uh, we like to call it the most dangerous part of our radio that program. Dangerous. On the, uh, on the edge. Are you on board with this, Sharon? You're, Renegades. You, um, you just got back from maternity leave and then you're like, oh, we do this thing now, live DMs. We just go live to the calls. Do you like it or not? I love it. Are you just saying that? No, I love it because I know that every week there's a real Doozy. risk of someone ringing up and being like, everyone the beat. Yeah, right. We don't want that. We this don't want that. Ben no. likes to give a pre-warning. Oh, no, but you make it like it's like the safety message, yeah, the health and safety. Yeah, like the safety yeah. message I learned in your dungeon this morning. <laughs> That's nice. Thank you for that again. BT Dubs, check out my Instagram if you want to see my pictures of me and Ben's dungeon. It's not my dungeon. Anyway, mm. I just want to say... Sharon hey, Casey on the gram, y'all. Oh, mm. 100 of the edges of the phone. Morrow Bar is the safe word. <laughs> Whatever you want to say on the radio right now, you can say. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you spoil it, then we won't do it again. Okay, Dad. That's what I say. That's what I say. It every week. I'll turn the car around and we'll go home. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Here we go. We're going to well, go live to the true. phones. Hit the music. G'day, Luke. You're live in our DMs. What do you want to say, babes? Yeet. Um, shout out to my girlfriend and also that John Ben and Sharon is probably the best radio show I've heard. Okay. Oh, this Luke is good. Clearly you heard no other radio us? shows. <laughs> He's won his way into our hearts as well. Oh, good on you, Luke. Hey, Luke, what's your girlfriend's name? Uh, Stacy. Stacy who? Roberts. Stacy Roberts. Luke loves you. Yeah, you got you got to keep her there, Stacey. Did you want to propose to her? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Not so yet. that'd be One a really day. lovely moment. I'm just trying to milk this. One day. Well, actually, uh, we've got Bruce on 0800 The Inch now. You want to get live in our DMs as well, Bruce? What's up, Babs? Well, I'm locked in Ben's dungeon here, and I just want to say that uh, Willie Apiata has sold me a litre of his blood for 50 grand. Wow. Willie Apiata's the war hero. Oh, he's the greatest man. Have he actually done this? Surely not. Seems like, it seems like, no, that wouldn't seems be allowed. I'd buy, I'd buy a litre of Willie Apiata's blood. I don't believe well, the blood thing. It was just thing. a pint. Yeah. Just a, pint. <laughs> you know, I, a pint of Apiata's best. Uh, yeah. I don't believe the blood, but I definitely believe the Do dungeon. Do you know Hamish, um, who produces the night show here, mm-hmm. um, he uh, had a moment when we uh, went to Hamilton and he got quite, you know, had a bad hot dog and the, at a rugby game. Mm-hmm. Had to, was going, oh my God, I'm going to vomit. Went to the toilet, could, could, vomited in some guy's lap as he walked out of a cubicle. Oh no. Willie Apiata. Wow. <laughs> Willie Apiata. Vomited in Willie Apiata's lap. That I mean, you may as well bad. have got a kakapo, a kiwi and tapapa and spewed all over that. Yeah. You could not spew over anything more New Zealand. I know. Richie McCall was in there. Yeah. Willie Apiata, for people that don't know... He's a war hero, right? Yeah, he's won the Victoria Cross, which is like the, the, the highest honour. Honor and the yeah, wow, he can win. And um, Hamish unfortunately spewed all over his crotch. That's crazy. <laughs> he's like, I've been to Afghanistan <laughs> and seen some stuff, but this apparently he took it in his stride to well helped him clean he's up. Probably it was lovely seen about worse, it. I guess. Yeah, it was really lovely, but geez. Rachel, you're live in our DMs. What do you want to oh, say, Boots? Hi, um, yeah, I'm off to the World Paraclimbing Championship in Austria in about four weeks. I climb with the use of one leg and my other leg's not really that functional, so I don't use that. 
So I'm just in the process of looking for sponsorship um, and thought I may as well ask. I came back from Ohio just over a month ago and I came forth at a competition oh, over there. Well, plug, Rachel, it, plug yeah. your donation site, babes. Well, uh, do you know, <laughs> there actually isn't one yet because oh. I'm doing the whole... The busy mum of three thing, and one of my children has a disability as well, so we're pretty chaotic. But I'm on Instagram and can be contacted there, and that's uh, Rachel Carter NZ. Rachel Carter NZ, let's get her to the World Climbing Championships. Yeah, New Zealand's first world paraclimber, too. Good on you, Rachel. Well done, mate. Rachel Carter NZ, go and look it up. Go and look it up right now. And finally, Live in our DMs, we have one last person, Goddess. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Now, what did you want to say live in our DMs? I want to say that I have an actual dungeon and uh, I'm based in Tauranga. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? (laughs) What? So you run a a dungeon. I wanted to know because Sharon didn't find out. How how much is it? What are the profit margins on (laughs) on a dungeon? Pretty high profit margins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two hundred dollars an hour. Uh-huh. Do all oh, okay. the mistresses know each other? Like, I met Mistress yes. Dior today. So, do you know Mitch, Mistress Dior? Yes. And you would obviously know Master Ben as well. <laughs> Master Beta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what your name is? No wonder we couldn't find you on Instagram. That's why. Yes. There we go. Live DMs wrapping that one up. Oh, thank you, Goddess. It was just, lovely to speak to you this afternoon. We should ask me anything one time with that. Yeah, let's keep on. Did Goddess get a plug-in for a bloody dungeon or yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 I'll give you my phone number. Okay. okay. Whip it out there, mate. 021-664-940 and uh, goddesslayer.co.nz. Okay. Thank you so much, Goddess. And uh, we better say also the, the one I visited today was Mistress Dior and they do stag parties. They do a whole lot of stuff. They're very discreet. Just check out mistressdior.co.nz. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.